Y'all already know what it is, your boy. Y'all cope with it, dude. The outlet to reality. The whole is podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama. Just kidding. But anyways, fans, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Cha-ching! And lastly, I got to say, my fans, we got a very special guest. I haven't seen him for a minute. I know he's been traveling, so that's why I can't get him because he's in overseas. Um, give it up for Chino. He is the host of Let's Talk About You podcast. What's up, brother? What's up, David, man? Far too long, far too long. I apologize, man. It's been a little while since I've been on an episode. But, you know, like you said, I've been traveling, but I'm ready to hop back on this. Thank you, man. Thank you. Well, real quick, man, I want to share a quick story that happened to me, man. You ain't going to believe it. So basically, uh, last week I had my friends come by. They flew in from Chicago. I don't know if you know my snap, but I was turning up last week. You're turning up every weekend. Not surprised. <laughs> it's so true, man. It's so true. I got to stop. And here's the thing, man. So I took my boys to Rock House. For those who know, I was promoting them because they always take care of me. They're one of the best lounges in Vegas. And I took them there. You know, we were drinking, having a couple shots. Luckily, we had a couple free shots. I ain't gonna lie. Like, we were, we were excited. I was ready, kind of turning up. And for those who don't know, they have the best chicken tenders ever. Like, I haven't tried anything better than that. Even Chicago can't beat it. I'm sorry, y'all. But McDonald's used to have chicken select. Now they don't have it. So that's a problem. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we there. We're pre-gaming. You know, it's the first time, you know, in Vegas. So I told him there's a very nightclub downstairs at the Venetian Hotel. And I've never been there because it's so expensive. It's like 250, 350 bottle that you have to buy in order to get in. Oh, hell no. Because so you have to do bottle service? Yeah, you have to. Like they. Oh, hell no. In Vegas? Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, but I'm smart. If you think about it, I was like, man, if we go with five people, it was like four of us or five. We split it up, two fifty each. It's like sixty bucks each. So I'm like, that's doable, right? So I'm like, all right, let's go, man. Now I have a good reason I can make it because last time I couldn't afford it. That's just too much. Right. I'd rather spend that on like Olive Garden or like you know uh, Panda Express. Something you know I could take home twice, you know. Or let me get the panda. <laughs> yeah, panda, 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 panda. Hey, you know. But so we get there, man. And I ain't gonna lie, we were looking fresh that day, and we get in, you hear the music. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, so I get in, we're having a big old bottle. I think we had Ciroc, man. I ain't gonna lie, vodka. I, don't, I lost, uh, it, bro. I, I was man, confused, bro. But I can't drink liquor no more, man. <laughs> It'd be killing me. I know, right? But tell me why, man. I see a group of guys and like three beautiful girls, but the two girls are taking one of the girls then, and she was a black chick, real pure, pretty. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go up to her and, you know, I, you know, tell her this dance. And so I go up to her. I was like, hey, girl, let's dance. She's like, I already know how to dance. This is Spanish. I said, girl, don't worry. I'm Spanish. So it works out. So <laughs> so I grabbed her and we started dancing, you know, pop, pop. And she's like, man, you can move. I said, I move, my child. And so <laughs> funny thing is, bro, next you know, she started grinding up on me. I was like, damn and i i think that guy in front of me was her boyfriend and he didn't do nothing oh shit and i was like yeah, yeah. you know what I'm so i was just like damn i couldn't breathe i couldn't move then my guy he finds three beautiful chicks bro i ain't gonna lie they were like next door a couple tables away 
And he's like, bro, come with me. All right, cool. So I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, hey, look, check out the three girls, man. They're looking bad. Now, one of them looked really, really bad. I think she looked like kind of Filipino. Really bad as in bad that's good? Yeah, yeah like good. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, okay. My bad for my clarification. <laughs> she looked bad like that. Damn, she was bad like that. <laughs> Not like she was bad. You know what I'm saying? Just as fine as she can be. <laughs> so... I see her and she's wearing a red dress and I go for the one who's like the second prettiest because the way it works when it comes down, if you're trying to dance with like the pretty girls, you want to work your way up. You go for the <laughs> kind of decent looking girl and then she'd be like, man, you can dance. And then she kind of be, she's your reference and then you work your way up. They call it like the pyramid. You go she's from, your reference. Oh my yeah, God. Listen to Yakov, man. <laughs> this is some knowledge, bro. I learned this from Michael, my boy. So he'd be, he be teaching me all this, but Honestly, even psychology, if you go for the kind of ugly, pretty girl, you work your way up to the decent girl, and then you go up for the the dang, dang, dang girl, it, it works all the time, bro. But if you go to the top, you definitely fall like way back, like down to the floor, and you're never going to see snow. But if you work your way up, man, it's crazy. So I did my technique. I went for the and I went for her. And then we started dancing. She was pretty. She was, you know, another black chick. And I was like, okay, look, you know, she, we were, they put merengue. So I was like, ding, 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 ding. you know what I'm saying? Arriba. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I did my little, you know, turns and stuff like that. And she went crazy for me. And then she told me, Hey, she's like, hey, birthday girl, because that's her best friend. I was like, oh, shit, the, the really pretty one's a birthday girl. She goes, hey, dance with David. He he could dance. I'm like, come on, birthday girl. You got to at least have fun, girl. I mean, you young. You got to live life. She's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm like, damn, this girl ain't got attitude. I don't really like that. She's too cocky. I was like, you know what? Forget you. So I danced with her again, and I was having my guy was dancing with the other girl. So it was real cool, man. We, we had a good time. And the funny thing is, like, we exchanged numbers, and uh, we actually hanged up with them the day after. Oh, wow. So we, we actually went to Circa Circa, which is, uh, for those who don't know, is the newest casino that just opened this January. You say Circus Circus? Yeah, yeah. A uh, Circa. They call it Circa. Oh, uh, Circa. Okay, okay. okay. I'm like, bro, Circus Circus been there forever. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. Circus so, Circa, yeah. So that one's on Fremont Street. For those who, who's never been there, it has actually the biggest line because it's the newest casino, the most cleanest. And I got to say, man, like, it's really nice inside. So... I've never been there. So me and my guys were going, right? We're like, oh, shit, we got to meet these girls again, right? So we're going. And tell me why, bro. The day before, I lost my driver license. You lost your license? Yeah. So in order to get to a club or a casino like that, you, you have to have your ID, right? But my ass is smart. I only slept two hours, and I went to the DMV before we went to meet the girls. I got my, you know, driver, uh, like the paper driver license. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'm good. So we get there, man. I see two security guards, one skinny dude and one girl. The girl one goes, all right, that's not enough for identification. I said, look, girl, don't give me that identification, okay? Look, I, I am American citizen, okay? I came from Cuba. Not just kidding, but I thought, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm definitely, like, born and raised here. I can show you my lease agreement. 
I just lost my driver license in that spot. I lied to them. But I said I lost it right there. So they're oh, snap, you lost it. Oh, jolly. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, look, I need to get in because you don't understand. I'm a very big, important person. They're like, uh, let me ask my, my coworker. I could tell that was her first day. The moment you ask for help, it's your coworker. I mean, it's your first day. She asked the guy. And the guy's like, oh, I can't take you in. You need to, you need a, a, a picture. Like, bro, I told you I lost my ID inside there. Like, come on, man, you got to give me a break. So he gave me a hard time. And then check this out. My boys comes in and fights for me. He goes, bro, y'all shouldn't be bogus to David because there's a guy that just walked in, punched two security guards. and Y'all said he could go through. And guess what? He just got tackled. So why are y'all letting him go? And David ain't going to do that. He's not even drunk. <laughs> Yet. Right. But then check this out. Check this out. So my guy says another thing. Look, you should let David in. He, talk, he talks to the girl security. You should let David in because, first of all, when that other guy checked me in, he didn't even check my ID. He just told me to walk in. And he didn't scan it. So now the girl looks real stupid because the security guard, because, you know, she's like, well, I can't. Uh, then she goes, she asks the guy, is it true that you didn't scan his ID or look at it? And the security guard goes, no, 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 I checked it. No, you didn't, bro. You lying. Now you lying. And it's not cool. So, bro, you know what happened, bro? We had to take an Uber back to my place and get a passport. My get passport. passport. That's what I figured. Yeah, because they need a picture ID, right? So before we go there, I'm like, hey, bro, look, I got a plan B. He's like, what's the plan B? We're going to go to the freaking um, Inspire, which is my favorite nightclub in Fremont Street. Has like three rooms, uh, actually four rooms, my bad. And we head, head over there. And I said, look, man, I know everybody that works there. If I can get in, y'all just meet me there. Just do what you got to do with the girls, but help them to come where we at. And I'll try to get us a table. I'm like, cool, cool. So I get there with my boys and I see the, the security guard, big dude, bah, bah, you know, you know, sound like monsters in ink and shit. You know? monsters. So, <laughs> so I, I go up to one of the guys I recognize, right? I said, what's up, brother? He's like, what's up, man? I said, hey, man, is, uh, is Shay in today? And he goes, nah, dude, she just quit. I said, all right, cool, cool, man. I said, what's up? What about my other girl, uh, Lovely? Nah, she ain't in either. He, uh, she quit. Damn. I said, what about my boy, Danny? Is he still there? Nah, he quit. Damn. So his, Everybody quit. Yeah, dude, everybody quitting. Damn, I needed help. So tell me why in the freaking... Um, so they take a picture of you before you go in. So he already took a picture why? of Why? Um, because I feel like with the clubs now it's easier to track them. Like if something goes wrong, even though they already scan your ID. I don't know how I feel about that. You already, yeah, you're already scanning my ID, but you want to take a photo of me as I'm walking into your establishment so you can watch me on camera. Like that's fucking, it, that's too much, man. Yeah, it's a little crazy, bro. I ain't gonna lie. But anyways, they, they, they did already have my image already saved. So it popped up and then I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm already good. So I'm telling my guy, bro, you got, can I still get in? I got my DMV. You know, I'm a regular. He goes, Bro, I, I would love to, man, but I don't think I can, man. You just need a DMV. I'm like, bro, you know me, man. I come three times. I told him the time that I first met him. He goes, nah, man, I can't. So he asked his boss, another security guard, big dude. 
and he goes, hey, man, you think you could let David in? You know, he uh, he's a regular, you know what I'm saying? He knows the people that used to work here. So the big guy goes, okay, I'll let you in if you know the guy's name. Oh, shit, dude, I forgot his name. So I was like, oh, I'm like, James Frank? Oh, shit. I'm you even like, said a last name? <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I don't even know his name, bro. Crap. So I was like, all right, what about James? He goes, nah, that ain't my name. All right, all right, cool, cool. Frank? Nah. He's like, bro, I'm sorry. I can't let you in because you don't even know his name. So now I don't even think that you are a regular. I'm like, bro, I'm in the system, bro. You understand. So I'm so mad, bro. And I leave and I text one of my girls that used to work there. She actually told me that his name was Chuck, but after like four hours. So I'm like, thanks, girl. You saved my life. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was so sad, bro. My heart broke, man. So my guys are pissed, bro. They're like, fuck, dude. Like, dude, like, we killed so much time just to go back to your house, get the passport, go all the way back to freaking Fremont Street, and go back to meet the girls. So it was just a crazy night, man. Uh, to make the story short, the last part, I got to see the girls, and... um. You know, it was real cool. They were talking to me. They're like, man, what do you do for a living? You know what I tell them? You're a podcast host. Yeah, I tell them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I try. I like, I, I want to start my YouTube channel. And I just don't know how to start it. And I'm like, oh, really? And so I was just like. <laughs> and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I bet you anything you give them your channel's name, they're going to watch this episode and they're going to call you an asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what? It's a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, man, if they're watching, man, hey, be a lookout, man. There's some crazy girls out there, so I'm just saying. Because when I saw them again, man, no lie, they were cool. They were cool. But, like, the birthday girl, man, she was the most bogus person ever. So, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, bro. She made some friends, and I was trying to spit game. You know how I do things, you know. I'm, I'm like, I'm American gangster. So, doing my thing, man, and the girl, every time I try to talk and share a story, she goes, <laughs> She goes like this, stamp. <laughs> Girl, what the hell? Stamp. Anyways, and she goes, literally, she did that in front of like the group. Anyways, I was saying, I'm like, damn, bro, you got ugly personality. You're rude. You may be pretty, but you know what? You kind of like turn me off now. And I'm like, yo, girl, you crazy. And then, like, at the end, bro, you know what's crazy? She's like, I only date older guys. She first said she had a boyfriend the day before. Secondly, she was like, hold my hand so you could be my boyfriend today. I'm like, girl, what happened to that? Uh, anyways. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you bogus. I'm like, man, get, get your hands off of me. But anyways, y'all, that's my story I wanted to share with y'all, man. Uh, remember, guys, when you meet people from Cali, and they were from Cali, you better watch out what you you know, you know do. Because I don't really trust Cali girls. I'm going to be honest. And for me, I'm going to be real for y'all. Came out with a new term. Y'all going to love it. When I meet a new couple, or not couple, when I meet people, and they happen to be a local in Vegas, you know what I tell them? You know what I heard about locals? And they're like, what? They're local. You know what I'm saying? They're crazy. Stupid. That's why I tell <laughs> And they're like, you stupid. <laughs> but anyways, man, let's get back to the main focus of the topic today. My boy, Chino, for let's talk about you, man. So today, y'all, we're going to talk about movies, man. One of our uh, movies, inspirations. And for you, brother, what are your five top movies that you could think of right now? That's your Five? Top. No man, three. that's too many. You can say three. You can say three. You want to break it down? We can say three. Oh. Like you've seen so many times. 
Shit. Okay. So I'm a big movie guy. Okay. I don't take movies lightly. Like I just, I take just no bullshit when it comes to movies. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch. I'm going to evaluate and I'm going to see, you know, what you were trying to do with the film. Um, so for me, I think it, it just depends on the script and, you know, the message and all that. So I guess top three movies for me, um, I'm a big fan. Well, my favorite movie of all time is Forrest Gump. Okay. With Tom Hanks. I just think it's a, it's a beautiful film. It's very clever. It's very funny. And it's a very emotional, man. It gets you in the feels every time. Like I can watch that shit so many times and still get emotional, you know, and I'm not even, I'm not an emotional guy, <laughs> but um, it's, it's a phenomenal film. I just love the way they, they go into history and Forrest plays a little part in all of that, but he doesn't know that he's causing history. And it's just, it's incredible. I think the way they do that is just fantastic. Um, another. Wait, can I stop you real quick? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So Forrest Gump, I've seen that movie a few times too. What, what makes it so like your favorite? Like, like is it the message that he always it's, does his best wherever he goes? Is that It's like- the creativity. It's the creativity. It's just the fact that he has no idea that he's changing so many things like he has no idea what he's doing but it's having such a great impact in the world around him you know what i mean uh for example when he picks up the notebook to give it to the to the girl because they were letting uh, african-americans inside the school now and he doesn't know that he just played a role in you know trying to make it okay for them you know or the fact that when he's um running and someone's like hey man you know i need a I'm try- I have a new business. I'm trying to open up a new slogan. What should I call it? And then he, he fell or he stepped in dog shit and he's like, oh, shit happens. And then he made so much money off using shit happens, you know, or the fact that Forrest thinks he invested a bunch of money into a, uh, an apple company, a fruit company, thinking literally fruits, literally apple, but he doesn't know he invested in apple computers. And now he's rich for the rest of his life, but he really thinks he's investing in fruit. You know, it's just shit like that that I just think is incredible. I think it's incredible. And um, I just love the way that the the author, because it's originally a book first, just the author, the way he did that, you know, and the way they did it. And just Tom Hanks is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, one, one more question. Have you ever been to the restaurant in Navy Pier, the Gump? Bro, come on, man. I worked four years there, bro. Bubba Gump, I was there. Yeah, Bubba, come on. Yeah, they, have you been there? Yeah, I've been there. How how you, how you like it, brother? Yeah, it's, 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 uh. It's quick seafood. I mean, nothing special to be honest. I like the, I like the theme. I like the way it looks. But I mean, in terms of food, it's nothing special. Oh damn, bro. Okay, I, I, I'm at my heart kind of broke, <laughs> man. I thought you were gonna say, damn, you know, they, 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 they like the movie. You know what I'm saying, but uh, all right, cool, 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 brother. All right, what's what's number two? Number two. Oh man, number two. Uh, I don't know. Two and three. I don't really know if I can rank them. Um, I'm a big, big, big huge fan of the rocky franchise rocky. i love rocky oh snap rocky yeah. <laughs> yeah with sylvester stallone oh my god I, it's just one of those movies and you know what's crazy i was in uh i was in my first year in college when um when i saw it for the first time actually because you know i it took me a little while because rocky came out in the 70s man when i was even born and so, you know, but everyone knows Rocky's a classic. So I remember I was one time I was in my dorm and I was bored as shit. And I was just like, I'm going to go rent a movie. In those times, you could just go downstairs and borrow a DVD. I put on my laptop and play. And so uh, that's what I did. I went downstairs. I started looking through the list of movies. I was like, I'm going to watch Rocky. I'm going to just watch it because everyone talks about it, right? So I took it, played it. 
Holy shit. I loved it, man. I loved it so much that every day after that, I watched Rocky 2, and then I watched Rocky 3, and then I watched Rocky 4, and then Rocky 5, which sucked, and uh, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah, Rocky 5 is the fucking worst. But uh, then I saw Rocky Balboa, which was also good. I liked that one. And then they, they came out with the Creed movies with Michael B. Jordan, and I was just like, bro, I just loved the fact that you know, it's keep building up. And fun fact, Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky, man. He was rock bottom. He was at the very rock bottom. He had nothing left going for him. He was in debt. He wrote the script, trying to get people to make the movie. Finally got a studio to agree to make the movie and set him up for life. There you go, man. And, and can, I, can I ask something real quick, brother? So Rocky, um, he actually went to the fight to see uh, Andy Ruiz when he fought Joshua in the boxing ring, and he won. And... He said that when they had the second fight, I don't know if you saw the second fight, but Joshua beat uh, Andy Ruiz. Now, for those who don't know, Andy Ruiz Jr. is a Mexican boxer for the first time in history, won the heavyweight champion of the world ever in history. Like, never had a Mexican to do it or Latino. So that's a big deal. So when he lost the second fight, Rocky stole uh, Sylvester, right? Uh, no, uh, that's not him. Sylvester so Stallone is, is the guy who plays Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. I don't know what happened. But he says that I'm going to have to go with Andy Ruiz because that's he is the next Rocky. That's what he said. Because if you see my movies, he's like, I've lost a few fights, but I got back stronger. And he's like, that's that's what that kid has, you know. And, that, and I think he he's only 30, he just became 30. And I love that, bro, because it, it kind of gives me hope. I'm like, damn. And it's true in life. In life, you're going to get, you know, get hit rock bottom. But you're gonna get back up stronger. That's how. No, I right. It's like he says in Rocky Balboa. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, keep getting up. You know, it's just uh, that's what Rocky's about. You know, if you watch the movies, it's not about like in most movies you watch a movie and you expect and hopefully whoever's watching this no spoil. I'm trying not to spoil it, but like uh, cover your ears. But you know, it's not about him winning all the time. It's just the fact that you know you can't keep letting yourself stay down when you get knocked down. You know, life is gonna hit you. It eventually hits us all, but you got to get up, you know? And that's what I love about the inspiration of Rocky. And just the fact that, you know, he wrote it when he was living in a one-bedroom apartment by himself. He was just inspired, and he worked hard at it, and he was so, you know, dedicated, and he was just so uh, ambitious about wanting to make it his own, you know? I need to make this movie. And the fact that he did it, and it's just, it, I just think it's a, it's a beautiful script, man. I think it's a phenomenal story. Damn, that was good, man. No, it's true. It's true, fam. And, and uh, one thing and what's your well, well here's my thing how did you like creed one and two like did, was oh creed one better than two creed one was better than two for sure creed one was better uh i loved creed just because you know after rocky balboa which was the sixth rocky i never thought i'd ever see rocky again and the fact that they still continued that story just from a different per perspective you know with adonis creed's son becoming a boxer and then instead of rocky fighting he's gonna train him and it's just i thought it was awesome man I, the way they did that I, I really was just like you know what what story is there and then the, the way they did that was awesome now rocky 2 i mean creed 2 you know feeds off of the uh the idea of trying to bring back a little more nostalgia bring back characters from the other movies which is cool but the storyline with with one was better with number one was better um and fun fact there's a creed 3 coming out I don't know what it's going to be about, but it will be Michael B. Jordan's first time directing. He will direct the movie. No way. That's his first. It's going to be his directorial debut. Dude, that is crazy. Dude, he's going to make money, bro. 
Honestly, Michael B. Jordan, hands down, has to be one of the most fastest growing actors I know that's making big because. Oh, man, he's he's getting in everything. Oh, yeah. He was in Black Panther. Great movie. Being the villain. I think he did a great job. Um, have you Phenomenal. seen the, the awkward moment? No. So you should watch it. It's the funniest movie I've ever seen with him. It's with him and the guy from, I think, Zac Efron. He's in it, too. Yeah, Zac Efron. Oh. And it's so cool because they're kind of like our age now, like 27 or 26. And basically they live, they're roommates. They all live together. And it kind of shows you like how they date differently. And like, um, it's just a comedy. Think about like those who want to be like swingers or those who want to be in a real relationship. It kind of shows you like three different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And who honestly, like one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And that movie actually came out like maybe a couple of years before Korea. But that was like probably one of his um, good, successful movies before. Korea. He's a yeah. I mean, he's a fast-growing actor, but I wouldn't say he's. I mean, he's a child actor, so he was acting in a lot of stuff. You ever watch Hardball? No, I never saw Hardball. Brother. You never saw Hardball? Is it good? Oh my god, bro! You from Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've never seen. Oh it. my god, with Keanu Reeves. I know he, Keanu he coaches, Reeves. He coaches a, a baseball team in the South Side. For real. Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan is one of those one of the kids. And, was he uh, like the main star in the that movie? No, he wasn't. He wasn't the main star. No, he's just a bunch of kids. Uh, but he's one of the kids. And then uh, he's also in The Wire, the TV show. Uh, you ever see The Wire? No, I never saw it, bro. bro. I'm going to make you a list. And so, like, you know, he starts growing little by little. He starts making those movies. And then he's in Fruitvale Station, uh, Fruitvale Station, which is phenomenal. Also, I think that's probably one of his best performances. Um, really good. And he's in that... Uh, that one movie where it was like a found footage uh, superhero movie. It was incredible. The way they did that. It was so smart. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. But he, they get like superpowers and they don't really know how to control them and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. And the camera, it's like a... It's found footage. So right. like, yeah, they're, they're recording each other. Right. Like the That old was a good movie. Damn, that's crazy, bro. No, mm -hmm. that's dope, man. No, honestly, man, like Creed 1, I, I got to say I'm with you, brother. I think it was better. The soundtrack too. And the way he like... I know actually a family member who has the same kind of um, attributes as that character, uh, Creed. Adonis. Adonis Creed, yeah, where when he gets mad, like, he kind of loses everything, and he just gets in the ring and goes crazy. Like, I got a family member who just acts just the same way as him, and I got to say they're the most strongest, powerful people because it's it can be dangerous because you can kill somebody if you kind of, like, don't the ring is a if you, if you listen to boxers real life boxers they tell you man like you know get an education do something else you know though why would you want to get hit you know as a living don't be a dummy they talk about that you know even though they're making millions of dollars they understand yeah. what they're putting up at risk and that's why they tell people do something else because you don't want to be doing this with your life um that's crazy bro oh, that's good that's good bro so and, and creed one was a lot better because it was directed by ryan coogler who directed black panther man so he's Ryan Coogler is just another level of director, man. He's just insane. He's so good at everything he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down, bro. I, I give you 100%, bro. Damn. You, you even knew the director. Dang. Oh, man. I'm telling you. I know my, I know my like, history on movies, man. I know the details. That's what's up, bro. All right, man. What's number three, bro? What's number three? Oh, man. You see, like, it's, it's hard to pick just an individual movie. I know Forrest Gump for sure. See, I didn't know you were going to ask me my top three movies. I thought we were going to talk about movies in quarantine, so I wasn't ready. Okay, but number three. I'm going to give you another franchise, okay? It's a franchise. Star Wars. 
Oh, I'm so happy you said that. All right, man. Look, now we got a real conversation because I know everything about Star Wars. All right, brother, go. Tell me what you think about Star Wars. Star Wars. I was a kid when I when I first watched uh, The Phantom Menace, okay? The Phantom Menace is the one with uh, Darth Maul with the double lightsaber and stuff, right? Yeah. And, you know, the speed racers they were when Anakin was racing and stuff. I saw that as, as a kid. I had no idea that there was movies before that you know like episode four five and six and all that stuff like for me that was the first movie star wars ever saw and i was a kid i didn't understand shit i just saw this looks cool you see people fighting with fucking lightsabers it just looks dope you know um and as i got older i started watching you know i watched episode one and then i watched episode two and then i realized there was movies and then i remember in 2005 i was 10 years old when Revenge of the Sith episode three came out and I was so excited, man. And this is one of those memories that will stick with me for the rest of my life. It's just, all right, my dad promised me he'd take me to the movie. Right. But as a kid, you want to go the night it's released, you know, type of shit. And I remember, uh, and I feel bad about it, but like at the same time, it's just one of those beautiful memories I have. I, um, I knew my dad was going to take me and my dad don't give a shit about star Wars, you know, but he's just like, ah, I'll take my son. And, uh, he came home from work like almost 11 p.m., dude, and he was exhausted. And I was like, Dad, 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 it releases tonight at midnight. Please take me. Please take me. And he's like, oh, I'm so tired, la, la, la. I'm like, please, come on. You promised. And then he's like, okay. You know, and then now being an adult, I see like, fuck, dude, I was a bratty-ass little kid just wanting what I want, you know? And I realized that my dad just spent 12 hours working. Um, but he's like, okay. So he goes, he gets my brother, and we go to the midnight premiere of Revenge of the Sith. Even my, my, we took my cousin. I called him up. Let's go. We're going. Uh, I was 10 years old. And even my mom came with us. And my mom, I have never gone to the movies with my mom. That was the first time in my life. Because my mom never wanted to go. It was just me and my dad when he would take me, my dad and my brother. And so that was the first time as a family we went to the movies. And no one else understood anything but me because now I was a fan at that point, you know. Yeah. And um, just something that's going to stick with me for the rest of life, you know. Uh, but yeah, dude, Star Wars episode four, five, and six. I love episode five. Um, what's it called? Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I think it's great. I think the storyline is awesome. The Skywalker series. Uh, episode when episode seven dropped, I was so like mind blown because I thought the stories were over. I thought it was one through six, and that's it. And then the fact that there's more stories to it, I thought that was awesome. Uh, seven was really good. Eight was eight was decent, and the last one sucked. I really did not like episode nine i thought it was terrible but uh in in, in general though just the 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 storyline of star wars i just think it's a tragedy like the whole not not the movies but like the storyline is a tragedy because you talk about someone who had so much hope and potential and you just see their downfall you know in terms of anakin and it's just uh it's depressing but it's also so smart on how they do it and it, it's it's in how he redeems himself at the end some in a in a way and it's just, uh, I think Star Wars is incredible. Yeah. And, and for those who don't like, and here's another thing I want to add on, brother. Do you think from your generation, right? And we're almost in the same generation that. We're the same generation, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> well, well like two that, years older, man. Chill. Right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Do you think that episode one, two, and three are better than the new franchise that came out? Oh, that's a good question. I've never been asked that before. I never really considered it. Um, I know, I know the prequels get a lot of hate, man. Uh, I know the prequels get a lot of hate because obviously when you watch something for the first time, it's like us. The prequels for us 
are like the originals, you know, because those are the ones we got to see in theaters, you know. And then when they make the new ones, you compare everything to the original ones you saw. So people back in the 70s, when they saw Star Wars, it was the first of its kind. Spaceships, you know, lightsabers, aliens, like, you know, that was so new, which is why, you know, Star Wars exploded. And so the I know the new ones got a lot of hate because one, I mean, episode one, everyone hated Jar Jar Binks. Um, you know, I, I understand that they were trying to add a little comedy to it. It wasn't the best move, but whatever. But like, I think in terms of... um. I personally like the prequels a little more because I love to see that that storyline with Anakin. I think I, I really like that Anakin storyline from him as a child, you know, in, um, in, in the planet he's from and the way he grows up in episode two, you know, that's like 10 years later. And he's like in the middle, like, oh, yes, I want to be a Jedi, but I'm also trying to, you know, I want to save my mom. I want to save the woman I love. And, and in episode three, where he just wants power, you know. And it's just, uh, I think that storyline just fascinates me so much how someone you can truly, you know, and this, and this can happen to anyone, you know, you get so ambitious that you lose yourself in the path to success, you know, that you want to be so successful that you realize you've become the thing you swore to defeat, you know? Yep. And I think that's, I, I like that. I mean, obviously the new ones, the visuals are just incredible. Like, holy shit. You know, you watch them in IMAX and it's so much more money is going into it. And Disney did a good job with them. But I, I personally like the prequels a little more. Oh, yeah. I, I'm with you, brother, 100%. Prequels, hands down, I don't care what nobody says, better than the new ones. Now, I'll give, you, I'll give them credit for this. The Force Awakens, which was the newest part of the new era. Star yeah, the, Wars, number seven. Yep. Number seven did a great job, by the way. Yeah, I really liked it, man. Right? The soundtrack was great. The only thing I didn't like... And I could be maybe uh, um, people might say a lot of crap about me after this episode, but I wish the character, the girl was Latina because her name was fucking Ray. And I just think that name does not go with, I'm sorry, y'all, with a white girl. It don't. (laughs) You might as well put Jessica or something, but Ray, that's freaking Spanish or Latin. So I don't know where y'all getting Ray had to be a white girl. Nah. And here's the thing, y'all. We see well, there's already a lot of white characters in the world. And when it comes down to TV show, movies, and whatever you call it, we need more different color, my opinion. Well, this- I think, I, I, I do think the new ones do that, though, because, you know, Daisy, yeah, okay, you're talking about Daisy Ridley. I think she did great. Um, I, I mean, yeah, if you wanted to call her something else, that's, that's up to them. But, like, for example, you got uh, Poe, no, Poe. Oh, yeah, Finn, too, you know, African-American, yeah. but I'm talking about Poe. Uh, he's Oscar Isaac plays him, and he's from Guatemala. You know, he's representing the Guatemalan community. You see, you, when the hell you ever think you're going to have a Guatemalan in a Star Wars movie, bro? That's incredible, man, just to have Oscar Isaac in there to, to represent us because I'm Guatemalan. You're, you're half Guatemalan. So, I mean, I think that was awesome, and the fact that he was in all three movies and he got a really big role, I, I think that is, you know, moving in the right direction. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, you know, what I'm saying, brother. I just had a little, like, you know, uh, critique. <laughs> I just wish, you know, they put a Latina. I think she would have done a good job too. But um, and here's another thing too, man. Uh, for those who don't know, but Star Wars. Um, well, so anyways, before I get to that part, so the last, what well, the second movie where it was, um, was it called the last? No, no, the Jedi. No, Rise of Skywalker. The Last Jedi. No, wait, are you episode eight or episode nine? The very last one or? Eight, eight. eight. That's oh, yeah. Jedi. That last Jedi, yeah. 
So it's the first time we get to see Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker, to train Ray. I His hated return. that movie. The most terrible movie I've ever saw. I'm going to tell really? you. Really? Yeah, because here's the thing, man. As me as a kid, I love Luke Skywalker. I, he was one of my favorite characters growing up. And to see that he didn't really train Ray kind of gets me mad because I understand you could be tough on your student, but don't be a freaking like, because the way he did things, it kind of like, she didn't really learn anything. If anything, she learned stuff on her own and from her uh, from Luke's Leia. sister, Leia, which you find out in the movie after that. But I was just like, man, like, come on, uh, Luke Skywalker, you could do better. But now here's the thing. I don't know if you knew this, bro. Mark Hamill did put a quote on Twitter or I forgot where on social media where he said, the script that they're making me say for this movie, it goes against everything that Luke Skywalker is all about. That's what he literally, he put out. And when I heard that, I'm like, bro, I'm 100% with you. Like, that is so Disney. Like, they messed it up for that movie. And <sighs> I, I just didn't like it, bro. Now, now I'm going to get to the last one. The last movie, and you, and I'm a big critic too, terrible. They try to compete with Endgame at the end where they show they hear all the voices of all the characters. Oh, yeah. Over. I think like, that part was cool. I just think the storyline was stupid. Yeah, it was way dumb, bro. I was like, man, I hear my thing, bro. I, I got I to gotta say this. I got to say two things. This movie, the last one. Rise I, of Skywalker. Well, which one? Well, what about Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. I'm just trying to sort of. Oh, yeah, the right Skywalker. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. So, one thing I, I didn't like, guys, and I'm a big, uh, I pay attention to a lot of things. One little thing I noticed is that, two little, little things I noticed is that the soundtrack sucked. None of the music really stood out. Second, there was so much fast cutting that it didn't transition smoothly when they went to a different scene. That's one thing I really noticed. It's like they try to rush it all in one movie. And then the last thing I noticed is that from the first movie of uh, The Wake, uh, The Force Awakened, uh, episode seven, you see that Finn really likes Ray. So you see that there's going to be potential in that relationship if there if there is going to be one. I hate the freaking ending, bro. The ending thing goes like, um, he tells Ray like you see Ray right, and she's about to go find Finn at the end, right? <laughs> what, dude? Do you remember the line that that Ray tells Finn when they all hug at the end? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what she? What no, what she say? It's, it's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I think she says. The force, the force is strong. <laughs> the stupidest thing she said. And Finn is remember. like, Finn is coming, and I could tell he wants to tell her that he loves her. And he and she goes, The force is strong. What the hell? I, I got so mad. Me and my guy, we watched it together, my best friend Vic. We watched it and he saw what I was coming from. I'm like, bro, why did they do this to me? Finn is a great person for Ray. If they would have done that, I would love the movie. But because they didn't, I got so mad. And then the, actually, there was a lot of reviews that came out after. They're like, what the hell? Like, people were complaining how Ray had this whole opportunity at the end to say to Finn, I love you. Like, I. I but I don't think she did. I think she ended up falling for Ben Solo. Yeah, but dude, I don't. I didn't see the. Like, I understand that she. She had a lot of fear against him and a lot of history. But honestly, bro, 
I feel like Finn was a good character. No, like, I I'm, I would disagree with you, man. Oh, Personally, shit. I would I would disagree with you. I think I think there there it was Kylo Ren. You know, Kylo Ren was um what's her name uh ray's biggest enemy to start off but at the end you can see how they come together and there's love there i mean i don't know Uh, know. there's just something there and i don't think i don't think i think maybe yeah you can see it in a little bit in the beginning but i think finn fell off i don't really think finn loved her like that Uh, you know i think he he did care for her as a friend but i don't think he was like in love with her if anything i think he was in love with that um the other i can't remember her name in the movie uh um the Asian girl from the second or from the number episode that eight. Was, that was a fling, bro. That ain't no that love, was a fling. bro. My boy Finn love Ray, bro. I'm I, you, I would watch, disagree. I think watch the Force Awaken again, and then watch the second because he's trying to go find her and save her. Watch number three again, but the ending when he when the when Ray says the Force is strong, this <laughs> stupid line ever. Like, and Finn is like. Like an idiot, like he hears that and goes, uh, 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 Okay, I just want to uh, say two things about Star Wars and we can move on, okay? Just the last two things, okay? Just to go back to what you said, okay? The fact that you didn't like the way Luke Skywalker was in the new ones, okay? Yeah. So when we first saw Luke, he was hell bent on being taught to be a Jedi. He just wanted to learn, look, my father was a Jedi and I need to get revenge for my father because he didn't know Darth Vader was his father at the time. and all this, uh, damn, I just spoiled it for anyone who's never seen Star Wars. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, everyone should know that line. Luke, I am your father. Anyway, so <laughs> he's so hell-bent on becoming a Jedi, you know, but he doesn't realize all that comes with it. I feel like now that he's an old man, he's gone through so much that he realized, like, you know, this is not a life you should choose. It's one that's just given to you, you know, and I think he's trying to avoid having to bring anyone else into that life okay that's just the one thing i want to say about that okay uh and the second thing shout out to star wars rogue one okay Ooh. rogue one Ooh. was a movie that had nothing to do with jedis not barely anything to do with sith it was just a movie about characters in the star wars universe you know and how they defeated the death star and it was probably like the best star wars movie and it had nothing to do with any of the Jedi's versus Sith or Skywalker, you know, it was just holy shit, what a good ass movie. Oh yeah. Hands up, bro. You had IP man. He was like one of the main characters in there. I got sad when he died, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I actually cried that scene. Oh man. Ah, we gotta stop ruining it for people. <laughs> I thought, bro, I could help but He's getting his own uh I think Diego Luna's getting his own show. And there's gonna be a TV show called Obi-Wan on Disney Plus. Uh, with uh, with Hay- uh, Christian Hay- uh, Haydenson from the original who played Anakin in episode three is going to be like what happened after episode three in between three and four. So I'm excited to see no that. No way, for real. Yeah, it's called uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be the show. Wow. And Dude. Ewan McGregor, who played Obi-Wan, and Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin, are coming back to do the show. Wow. Dude, I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, hell yeah. Get the new stuff, man. That is crazy. He's Honestly, he couldn't play. There was no other person that could beat him and playing dark vader he definitely like when anakin changes and he tells uh palpatine and where's uh padme you you killed her <laughs> he goes yeah. oh. no you said that was like dude i oh, laughed man. at that scene i ain't gonna lie i laughed because <laughs> i was two like, different types of people you laugh i'm over here like ah shit <laughs> yeah i was like man vader you stupid <laughs> 
But it was just, man, like, man, it was crazy, bro. But, dude, honestly, uh, last thing I, oh, I was going to say real quick, man. I think they should make a movie of Mace Windu. That would be dope. I would love to see how Mace Windu came up, you know, because they say uh, Count Dooku, I believe, was his master. Um, and, yeah, I would love to see that, man, you know, how he became such a Jedi master and, you know, how he even got the purple lightsaber. I would love to know that, you know. He's the yeah. only one with the purple lightsaber. That's so cool. Right. I'm sure Samuel Jackson has no problem doing it. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Yeah, he, he's um, like every movie, bro. Marvel. Nah, yeah, hell yeah. He's hell Star yeah. Wars. He's in everything. But uh, let's let's flip it to you, man. I know I spent so much time, uh, but name uh, some of your favorite movies. All right, bro. Hands down, I got to say, which everybody knows Scarface, so I'm not going to say that one because everybody knew that. Yeah, movie. I knew you were going to say Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> got to be The Matrix. The Matrix. Wow. Yeah. I would have never guessed that you loved The Matrix. Yep. And I'll tell you why. Matrix was the first movie to change cinema for Kung Fu movies because it has the slow wow. motion with the, the bullets. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really like that movie because it, uh, for those who don't know, I almost got a major in philosophy. That was going to be my... Um, my degree for those and he realized he had a study and he was like ah. <laughs> right right you know i could be actually smart you know what i'm saying <laughs> but morpheus if you dissect the film it has so much subliminal messages that i thought it was wild and i'll tell you why brother so the first thing for those who don't know um neo is supposed to be the one and for those who don't know it's like the the savior like kind of mm -hmm. like Jesus going to save the people from Zion. He was Zion, chosen. The chosen one. Yeah. And then Zion is actually a real place in Israel, which is a, a very holy place that's in the Bible. So I, I love that, that part. And then Trinity, who is his girlfriend, uh, is the, the Trinity, right? Which mm -hmm. is on the spirit. And then Morpheus in the Greek mythology is the king of dreams. So it's so cool if you, if you pay attention that Morpheus had visions of the one and he kept embracing it and people thought he was crazy, but Neo was the one, you feel me? And then like you get to the spaceship, the spaceship is Nebuchadnezzar, which is actually in the Bible, in the story of, of Daniel, it's actually a king who took da Daniel and and like two other guys and capture them, like basically kidnapped them and took them to their territory. Um, so like little stuff like that, bro, it's just wild. And then like the stuff that the matrix, like there's a lot of quotes I use that I feel like it applies to my life. And I try to use it, you know, like the blue pill and the red pill. I don't know if you uh, yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When more or they present it to them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Take the, the red pill, you will continue in the rabbit hole where Alice, you know, goes, or you can go back home and forget this all ever happened. Exactly. So it's like, and that's how life is. You kind of have to pick and choose what you want to do in your life. And, um, and hands down, bro, the action. I love the action. Um, I've seen that movie maybe more than 17 times. Great, great movie. Um, I would have never uh, thought The Matrix was your thing, but that's so cool, man. I didn't know that. I mean, I like The Matrix. I wouldn't call it, like, my favorite just because I feel like the other movies weren't the greatest. Um, but the original, for sure, is awesome. Um, 
and yeah, like you said, it was just vis- visually it was cool. Like sl- the slow motion, the Kung Fu in it, just a different way to do it. And, um, you know, the artificial intelligence and all that stuff. It looked dope. And um, one thing about the Matrix, though, um, like I said, just the other ones weren't that great. But they're, they're making a fourth one coming out this year. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that, brother. Yeah, with the original cast they are all coming back. Lawrence Fishburne, no uh, Keanu Reeves. It's coming out this year. Wow. Matrix 4. So get ready for that. Now, now here's the thing. Here's a little thing. I, now that you said that, did you see John Wick? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. There's the John Wick 2, which is my favorite. I think is my favorite. Or I think it's two or three. I think it's two. But basically, Keanu Reeves actually sees Morpheus outside. And it's after so many years, they did the Matrix together. And to see him together. Oh, yeah, because Lawrence Fishburne is in that movie, too. Yeah, so it was the dopest scene. And he was like, I forgot the line. I'm going to paraphrase it. But he was like, it's been a long time. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah, that because yeah, yeah. it's so true. So they yeah. did say in John Wick, the next one, um, they are planning to bring Trinity, the girl that played Trinity, and have... Uh, and bring her in John Wick 4? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, That's like, cool. before COVID came, they were going to... They already officially announced John Wick 4 and Matrix 4 were going to come out the same day. Two Keanu Reeves movies. For real. against each other, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's wild, dude. Yeah. Dude, honestly, Keanu Reeves, I got to say, for those who don't know, man, this guy is single. And one thing I like about him is that he had a really tough life growing up. Like, his wife passed away, I think, from cancer. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a very interesting life, brother. He um he did a lot of foundation, like, uh, charity work, help out people that went through the same thing. And um, he's the only celebrity I know that actually takes the CTA to work. Oh, wow. That must be crazy, though, because everyone knows Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you know? that's the crazy part. And people were like, why do you do that? He's like, it helps me to be more humble. That's cool. And I, I love and, that. And, and, and the thing with... Um, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, just real quick on Keanu Reeves, man. He had a rejuvenation in his career, like... You know, he first of all, he was famous back in the 90s, right? Like, he had Hardball, which you need to watch, okay? Watch hardball. He was in Speed. You ever seen Speed? Nah, bro. I saw, like, a bro, little five minutes of it. Speed is probably one of Keanu Reeves' best movies. Wow. It's not a franchise or anything. It's just one movie. But he... It, it, that movie is just... I, I feel like that's his best movie. Uh, Speed is phenomenal. You know, he was in Bill and Ted. You know, he was doing movies. And then I feel like he disappeared for a bit. But then when John Wick came out, holy shit, John Wick just like blew him up again that everyone wants to work with Keanu Reeves, you know? And um, yeah, John Wick is just fucking awesome. John Wick is just uh, one of those movies that you don't really, it doesn't really have to be too detailed with the script. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of action. Hands out, bro. Is Speed the one with Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock, yeah. Yeah, see, I pay attention. I just never saw it, but yeah, uh, yeah. To be honest, oh see, my I god, it's just it's it's so like you're watching it the whole time because as soon as you know you're you're on a bus, I don't know if you know the premise, but like you're on a bus, there's a bomb on the bus, you have to keep it above fifty miles per hour. As soon as you drop under fifty, it'll explode. Dang. So you have to keep driving this bus nonstop. It's, it's just crazy. It's crazy, but yeah, shout out Keanu Reeves. What uh, what other movie you love? So the next movie I got to say, uh, for those who don't know, I have to say, uh, well, I'm going I'm to name two 